Well, hey everyone, my name is Maurice. I get the awesome opportunity as serving as teaching pastor here at Ascent. If I haven't had a chance to meet you yet, make sure you reach out to me. I wanna wanna meet every single person who watches this, who tunes in or who comes in person. Um, So I wanna just say what's up before we get started. Also, before we get started, welcome to 2022. I want to take a moment to stop and just say, hey, listen, we have come all the way to 2022. And because of that, I truly believe that that's worth stopping and pausing for a moment. And for all of us to truly at the core of us say, God, we thank you. It's because of his goodness and because of his faithfulness, we get a chance to lean into another year and another year of opportunity and another year to know more and experience more of who Jesus is. And I think that's worth stopping and saying thank you. Well, listen, I gotta dive into some things I wanna say today. I believe God has been stirring an idea with inside of me. And I think that there's something to even be said for the next couple of weeks that I believe God is gonna be just uh, creating space for all of us to lean into and experience. Uh, Before I do that though, there's one more thank you that's in order. I know you wanna rush to the sermon part, but there's one more thank you that's in order. See, the holidays fall, uh, as it relates to the calendar, fell pretty weird this year. Um, and because of that, for those who work in church or volunteer in a church, um, we have a ton of volunteers, over 70 volunteers showed up the Sunday before Christmas Eve. Um, there's so many people who help put uh, the Sunday on and help it work and help it run every single week. Um, to keep doing that after Christmas Eve for the Sundays following, would have been pretty hard and honestly would have been pretty tough. It would have been pretty stressful for everyone. And because we get a little bit more flexibility this year because of you, because of your flexibility, we get a chance to just participate. We get a chance to wake up on a Sunday, which never happens, and to just take a deep inhale and exhale. Because of you, some of us are gonna be waking up on Sunday and we're gonna be making breakfast for our kids, which we don't normally get to do on a Sunday. For some of us, we're gonna be able to roll over and kiss our spouse just because we're not, we're not busy and rushing out of the house so that we can get to the church and help put on an amazing uh, church service. For some of us, we're gonna to get to that workout. For some of us, we're gonna uh, just get a chance to uh, make coffee and sit quietly. But ultimately, what I think is a beauty for every single one of us is that we get a chance to just hear what might God be speaking to all of us on this morning. And we get a chance to participate. See, when you walk in on Sunday morning, not everybody gets a chance to participate in Sunday. There's gonna be people who are behind a camera. There's gonna be people who are adjusting the sound so that it's just right. There's people who are greeting when you walk in with a big smile on their face, giving you a high five, standing in the cold. There's people who are like the drummer who is sometimes heard but not seen. There's so many people that are behind the scenes that are making sure Sunday goes into effect. And today they get a chance to experience Sunday just like you. And so because of that, on behalf of over 70 plus people, I want to stop and just say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Now it's time to get into what we're talking about today. I think what God has been placing on our church community, the the message is so, so important. And I don't plan to be before you long, which every preacher says, right? Uh, But seriously, I want to dive quickly into what I believe God has been putting on our hearts. Um, If I were to use a title of this message, it would be the same title of the series that we're diving into. We're starting a new series at the top of this year, and the new series is entitled Made for More. What does that mean? Well, I'm going to unpack that in just a little bit. But before I unpack Made for More, I thought it was important for us to get more into why. 
Why did we choose this? Well, why did this come about? See, in the last couple of months of 2021, our lead pastor, Bill, he came and sat us down as staff and even some of the volunteers got a chance to hear some of this. And he began to cast vision on what he really began to sense that God was placing on his heart for our church community. And the phrase that he came up with was a fresh wind and fresh fire, fresh wind and fresh fire. Now, let me stop for a second because we don't really get churchy around here at Ascent. And I'm going to go ahead and confirm that's a churchy statement. And so you're probably wondering to yourself, what in the world does that mean? We don't walk around using terminology like, man, I, I need fresh fire right now, man. I just need some fresh fire. I totally get it. And I don't have all the time to unpack it, right? Because fresh, fresh wind, fresh fire, like for me, as I thought about it, I'm like, well, doesn't like wind extinguish fire sometimes? Or like in some cases, doesn't like make it more chaotic? Like, what does it really mean? Well, listen, for us to simply get to it, as I can't unpack all of it, we begin to think to ourselves and we're Bill begin to cast a vision going to this next year that what does it look like for us as a community to have a posture where we had full reliance on God's presence? Where we fully relied on the spirit of God to be our guide, to be the very person that empowers us to move. Like, what does it look like to come to the end of ourself and have a true reliance on God's presence and his spirit? Going into this next year, we thought about this and we begin to and it begin to really sit and resonate with me because there's a few things that happen when we trust in God's spirit like that. I mean, like total trust. I'm not talking about like halfway. I'm not talking about like maybe I'm talking about like a full reliance on God's spirit. Not in any sort of like mystical, weird way. I'm simply saying that the spirit of God that was in Jesus is in us. And what does that mean for us today? What does it mean for us to trust and rely on God's spirit? Well, we fully believe what happens is that it creates an entirely new identity for those of us who trust in Jesus. For those of us who trust in, D in Jesus, there is an entirely new identity. Like we're not the same or like we're not who we once was when we begin to trust in Jesus's spirit, the Holy Spirit, like never before, like full reliance like even for me, I've, I've been in church for some years now. and I, I even wrestle with like, man, what does total reliance on God's spirit look like? Like, God, what is it that you have for me when it relates to my money and the things that have, the way I steward my finances? Like, like Holy Spirit, what, what is it that you going into this next year? What is it that you desire for me to give to the church financially? What is it? What does it look like to give to the poor? What does it look like for me to go outside of just myself? Maybe the area is not money. Maybe the area is marriage. Maybe the area is total reliance as relates to children and as relates to uh, just the things that we encounter, work life. What does it look like for us to operate with full reliance? Well, you don't have to take my word for it. Maurice, chapter and verse, please. I, I've been talking way too much for a second. Listen, uh, these words don't just come from me or don't just come from a vision that Bill is saying. We root ourselves in scripture. Proverbs verse three or chapter three, verse five says these words, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. Deuteronomy 31 and six says, be strong and courageous. Do not fear or, in, or be in dread of them for it is the Lord your God who goes with you. Watch this. He will never leave you nor forsake you. 
First Chronicles 16, 11 was the one that really sat with me. And I want you to hear these words. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence continually. I'm going to say that last part one more time. Seek his presence continually. Like seek him, like, like seek his presence. Like what does it mean for us to have that posture entering into this next year? That is the word that I want to lean into because when we begin to have a full reliance on God, what it begins to speak to is a process. And that gets me to the title of this entire series, which is Made for More. See, the way that you are created, the way that God has created you and made you is for more than what you just see. It's for more than what you're encountering right now. If you're at a place in your life where you're wrestling with fully trusting in God's spirit, you're made for more. If you're at a place where you're wrestling with a control of the way that you do things and the way that you want to do things and, and a little bit of the, your past life and, and projecting it onto your future, like you're made for more. If you sit in a space where you don't even know which direction to, tur to turn, but you also have a hard time taking your hands off the wheel, you're made for more. See, the idea of made for more speaks to the process of becoming. It speaks to a process of becoming. See, we're all in a space of becoming something. The question becomes, what are we becoming? Who are we becoming? Because I believe that Jesus is very interested in the person that we are becoming, our identity and how it's shaped. No matter where you are, you are made for more. Maybe you've wrestled with questions of what's my life's purpose. But maybe you've wrestled with questions as it relates to, I mean, even for myself, I've come to places where I'm like, is this it? Like, is this all there is? And that's maybe where you are today. As we lean into this topic, I think it's important for us to realize and, and to ask the questions that are, that's necessary. And when it comes to a process of being made for more, the process of becoming, Jesus is very interested in not only what are we moving from, but what we're moving towards. And today I want to reflect on that. Like, I think it's important to realize and do a, a bit of moment of pause to say, where am I? See, there's power in naming where, you're, where you are currently, like your, your current situation. See, because you can never conquer what you don't confront. So naming your current stage of life is important because if God has more for me, I need to know what it is that I'm moving from so that I don't repeat it, so that I don't revisit it. And I think that it's important to recognize the from and the to. This is this. Uh, it made me think about as we come from the Christmas holidays, I kind of as we were cleaning up from Christmas, I kind of found this sign right here. Right. We put these on Christmas presents. And if it was my way because of the sermon, I would have from and then to. Uh, but this is it right here. Right. And I want to do an exercise with you. Like I want you to really lean into an exercise. And, and if you're driving or something like mentally think about the word from and the word to. But if you're not driving, I want you to write it down. Like if we're going into a new year, like our faith is going to level up, like we need to actually put some things into practice. I need to be active around some of the things that I'm doing. I just can't listen to sermons. So, so I want you to do this. I want you to write down from and write down to. And once you go into a place of naming the stage that you're in. See, for the next couple of weeks, we're going to be talking about a current stage and the stage that we believe that God is calling us to. 
the from and the to. For some of you on today, you're moving from a place of brokenness to wholeness. See, we're all moving from something to something at all times. For some of you, you're moving from a place of frustration to being content. From a place of despair to hope, from weak to strong. For some of us, we sit in a place where we, we kind of tested out this Jesus thing and it, we've gotten to a place of really naming the stage that we're at that it, it seems to be more cool uh, of just kind of like a church thing. And it's cool. And I've found some pe cool people here and to, to kind of like know a little bit about this interesting mystery. Jesus person has uh, been OK and, and you've, you've liked it. Right. You've liked some of the teachings that he's been saying. But I, I've come to tell you that maybe the stage that you're at is a fan. But, but Jesus didn't call us to be fans. Maybe you're in a place of moving from a fan of Jesus to a follower of Jesus. But let me press on that a little bit more. Maybe you're in a space of moving from a fan of Jesus to a disciple of Jesus. Uh-oh, we're going into deep waters now. Like that's a whole different conversation. But you get what I'm saying here, right? That when Jesus came to this earth, what was his purpose? Like what, what was this, some of that to be? Like we were made for more than that means then this, there must be some movement in our lives. Because he didn't come to just be an interesting person. He didn't come to just be a good teacher. He came as the Savior, Messiah, and one that wanted relationship with every single one of us. And when we have relationship with him, John 10, 10, the book of John, chapter 10, verse 10 says we have come. He has come that we may have life and have life to the full. That's being made for more. That's experiencing the more that Jesus has for us. Today, I want you to re I want to remind you that you're not alone. As I wrap up my time, I want to remind you that it's not just you in this situation. It's not just you in this stage. I sit in this stage as well, but even beyond Maurice, beyond pastors, beyond the person that you're sitting next to, beyond your peers, we look to the Holy Scripture as one we trust and as one that is used as our guide. See, the disciples were also, were also people, ordinary people, ordinary jobs, who had to move from somewhere to somewhere. I want to read a passage for you as we close our time. The Bible says these words in Mark, the book of Mark, chapter one, verse 16 and 20. Mark is a soon to be follower of Jesus, and he's documenting what he sees as Jesus is walking by. He says these words in verse 16, passing along the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew talking about Jesus. He saw Simon and Andrew, the brother of Simon, casting a net into the sea for they were fishermen. And Jesus said to them, follow me and I will make you become fishers of men. And immediately they left their nets and followed him. I will make you become fishers of men. There's this process that Jesus is leaning into as he's calling them from somewhere to somewhere. See, even when the disciples were called by Jesus, they had to sit in a space of I'm currently a fisherman. And this is my day job and this is what I rely on. This is what I trust in. This brings me my livelihood. And there's a man named Jesus that's calling me to something else. To be fishers of men. When Jesus is calling the disciples at that first beginning, he's calling them from somewhere to somewhere. And we're no different. So I ask again, what is it that Jesus is calling you from and what is he calling you to? 
As we sit in this story, I want to remind you that what you are leaving has prepared you for what you're, for where you are going. The disciples teach us that what we are leaving has prepared us for where we are going. They move from their space, their situation, and they're moving to where God is calling them. Their current situation is not their destination. Listen to me. I know I'm rhyming right now, but their current situation was not their destination. And that's a word for you, that where you currently are, God has more for you. Where you currently are, God has a plan and a purpose for you, a plan and a purpose to prosper you and for your benefit, for your good and not for your evil not for despair. And where you currently are is not your destination. Someone needs to hear that, that this is not the end, that you have not peaked out, that you have not reached all that God has for you. If you have blood running warm in your body, God has more for you. I don't care if you're a person that's a vintage sitting in our crowd and you're 70 plus, I'm here to tell you that God has more for you. I love our intergenerational ministry in our church that has every single age when you walk in from two to 92. I'm here to tell you that God has more for you. The question becomes, what are you moving to? What are you becoming? in the process? Who are you becoming in the process? See, our current situation is not our destination. It was preparation. Oh yeah, Maurice is rhyming today. I hope you hear me. Where you are right now, all the things that you've encountered, good, bad, and ugly, has prepared you for what God has for you next. Philippians 1 and 6 says these words, being confident of this, that he who began a good work, talking about Jesus, who has begun a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Jesus started and he will complete it. He who has begun a good work in you will complete it. I want to end with this right here. Made for more means that it's not just about you. That's my last point. I'm out your way. You're done hearing me. I told you I was going to be quick, but I wasn't quick, right? Made for more means it's more than just about you. When we look at the scripture, when we look at the disciples' story, it was more than just about them. What Jesus was calling them to was bigger than them. And what I want you to do in this moment, like I said, I want you to name your current stage. What is it that God has you or where are you at currently? And where is God currently moving you? Like, what, what is it that he's calling you to? You, you can't know that unless you take some time to just sit. I want, to write, I want you to write that out. I'm going to write mine out. And in the next coming weeks, I'm going to share what mine is. I hope you get a chance to share what yours is. Maybe in your core group, maybe with your peers, maybe you get a chance to email me what yours is. But you are moving from something to something. And as we leave 2021 behind, God is interested not only where you are, but where you're going. Because our ultimate goal is to become more and more like Jesus. See, in this whole process, it's to glorify Him. When we become more and more like our Creator, when we become more and more like our Father, we are glorifying Him. And those around us are impacted. There is heaven on earth when we become more and more like Jesus. So I ask again, where are you moving from and where are you moving to? Because God is interested 
And that's the conversation that we're gonna be having in the next couple of weeks. I hope you get a chance to stay tuned and I hope you really lean into what this looks like because you are made for more. But only when you get a chance, only when you opt, when you, when you opt into fully trusting in the Holy Spirit. And watch what happens when you do that.